and welcome to TV My Husband Hates. I'm Kat Sims. And I'm Regan Kempton. And we are reality TV addicts. Addicts, uh, aficionados. Ooh, I like that. Experts. Experts. Basically, we know our shit when it comes to reality TV. 100%. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special mini-sode focused on none other than the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Reunion. How you doing, Kat? Good. I'm excited about this. We've got three big, fat episodes of Reunion to chat about. Oh, man. I mean, this whole season. I mean, really, there's been like one issue the whole season, but um, it's been fire. It has been fire. And there's quite a lot. I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about the Brandy, Gate, Denise <laughs> clusterfuck that right. is. Um, but actually, going through the Reunion, there's quite a few interesting things to kind of talk about beyond that. And I have to say, you know, the newcomers really have, I've got a lot to talk about them after the reunion. Absolutely. I really enjoy both Sutton and Garcelle. I'm excited that they've joined the cast. I'm excited. I don't know if Sutton's going to be back for next season. I hope she is, Um, but Garcelle will be. And I think I think they add to the mix. They add something different to the mix that I've really enjoyed this season. And I think it wasn't really till the reunion that I realized how much I actually did like Sutton. Oh, I mean, I think I've always had like a secret crush on Sutton. I think there's something I really admire about a woman that, and I think it obviously comes with age, but a woman who can go into a situation and not bend to fit but kind of stand tall and own herself. And I think that's what I have loved about Sutton right from the start. She's done that. And and yes, there have been times when she's perhaps not got it always right, but she's <laughs> owned it and apologized. Right. And then actually there are times when I think she's kind of elevated the other ladies and got them to see things from a different point of view and perhaps accepted her in a way that they may not have done if she tried to kind of, you know, fit herself in a little bit. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I mean, the way she started the season when she called Teddy out, I fucking loved that because she was spot on. (laughs) Teddy is boring. I mean, it's just the way it is. She just said what everybody else was thinking. And you know what? In the reunion when we talked about, uh, when Sutton talked about that incident and and Teddy was like, it was really when you were like, oh, she's pregnant, that that really got to me. I was like, out of, this is why I don't like Teddy. Yeah. Be offended by the boring thing. Like, I get that. That felt a little brutal. But it was really clear she was being dry when right. it was talking about the pregnancy thing. And I think that's another thing I love about Sutton. She is so searingly dry that there are times when I think these ladies struggle to kind of understand that. And they're not quite sure if she's joking or if she's being serious. But I fucking love her. Oh, yeah. I mean, I felt it fairly easy to tell when she was joking. And also, I mean, that game was first impressions. So like, obviously the whole kind of thought process is like, what did you first think and how do you feel like you were wrong? Right. I mean, that's the way I took it as the game being played. Like it's supposed to be funny. And I feel like sometimes these other girls just take themselves way too fucking seriously. And I like that Sutton was just like, yeah, this is what I thought. Well, fuck it. I mean, we know that Teddy takes herself way too seriously all the time. (laughs) So it was no surprise that that didn't land quite as anticipated. But that aside, let's start talking. Let's get on with it. Let's talk about Garcelle because the beginning of the reunion kind of kicks off with her and her entry into the show with a few explanations about various things. And, 
your just your first, what are your impressions of Garcelle right now? Tell me. Honestly, I really like Garcelle. I think she's a very busy fucking lady. Like, I think her career and everything she's doing may not have necessarily made it easy for her to do this show, if that makes sense. I feel like being a single mom with two boys and multiple jobs kind of on the go, she didn't have as much time to film as I think maybe some of the other ladies do. So I feel like while I was watching the show, I was annoyed by that. But now kind of taking a step back and really thinking about all the shit she was doing, I was like, holy fuck, like, how the hell did she handle all that? I know what you mean. I think you're right. Uh, Definitely in terms of her appearances on the show, yes, it was kind of annoying, but now you can step back and I can appreciate the same thing. Yeah. I still don't warm to her on a personal level. I I think maybe it's just, I don't think she's that fun or she didn't get a chance to show that she was that fun. Um, And I didn't, I, I felt like at points in this reunion, there were times where she didn't either own or didn't fully explain things properly that made me go, oh, I get it. There was just something about her that made me go, I'm still not 100% sure that she's fully committing to the show in a way that kind of gives her all. Do you know what I mean? I feel like we're, yeah. we're getting a bit of a guarded Garcelle, which is fair enough. You know, it's it's a new thing and I guess it takes a while for you to get into it. But it makes me struggle to connect. Yeah, well, I mean, she's been a model and an actress like her entire life. So if anybody knows how to put up a front, I think it's Garcelle. And I think we saw very controlled perception of who she is, if that makes sense. The glimpse that I, like there were a couple of glimpses of her that I felt showed me kind of who she was. When she had lunch with Erica, like at the very beginning of this season, I felt like that is who Garcelle is. And I think we got little glimpses of that. Like I think even (laughs) with her meal with Sutton, where she's just like, where the fuck do you get all your money? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, there are yeah, little yeah, yeah. things about her that I really like, and I wish I had seen that Garcelle throughout the entire season. Kind of like the no no holds bar. Like, I'm just gonna ask crazy shit because I want to know and be that kind of person. But I felt like she kind of wasn't all in, but she wasn't all out. If that makes sense. No, I I appreciate that, and I think it was. I think you know. I always love somebody who can hold their hands up and go, you know what? I got it fucking wrong. I'm really sorry. And I think the first thing that comes up is this, the discussion of her charity gala when she kind of threw what I felt was sort of a necessary shade at, right. at the, at the women. And, you know, rather than just, I think this is the thing rather than just go, look, I'm sorry. I fucked up. She was like, Oh, I was, you know, I'd had a bit to drink and, and yeah. Kyle was the only name that I could remember. And, it's like, come on, like, I get it, you did, but let's just, let's just say we, it was shady, just right. go, sorry, it was shady. And I think I just found her sidestepping a few things throughout the reunion. That was one of them. And then the other one, of course, was um, the fact that she didn't go to New York yeah. to support Erica in Chicago. And... I, I don't know. I just, it, it's it's like, just say what it is. Just say you didn't want to go or say that whatever it is, but don't say you're afraid of flying and then you're afraid of small planes. And then 
you couldn't fly commercial and then you didn't want to go and then you had too much on like it all just felt a little bit like yeah well I mean ultimately just blame your kids like that's part of the reason you have them right (laughs) (laughs) if you don't want to do something one of the best reasons for having kids absolutely you don't want to do something just say oh I couldn't get away because of the kids like that's all you have to say nobody ever questions it just do that. Or just say you didn't want to go. Like, just say, listen, Erica, I love you, but it wasn't a good time and I just didn't want to yeah. go at that point. Yeah. I mean, whatever it is, just, but it was the fact that it was one excuse, then another excuse, then another, all within like five minutes. Right. I was like, well, which, what is it? Which is it? Yeah. You know? I definitely think she she has a lot to learn about the show and how to handle things. Like, you know, again, it's her first season. So I'm I'm always kind of willing to give grace the first season. Now you do the same fuck ups the second and the third, then in my opinion, like you're done. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think there's something more to her. And I do think if she is fully invested in the show, she can bring a lot to it. Even if it's just more of a diverse point of view, living in Beverly Hills in California, because I feel like the real housewives are not super representative of the communities that they live in all the time. Yeah. And I mean, I, I like most that. of the time. Yeah. All of the time. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I mean, I think that, that I want her on the show. I think that she a hundred percent has a great place. She earns her place and she yeah. should be there. And you are right. I think season one, we need to give a certain amount of grace to her and I will do that. And I, and I, you know, and I'm yeah. excited about seeing her next season. And I think it's really important. Let's, you know, let's not beat around the bush. I think the fact that she is a black woman on this franchise is really important. And I think for that alone, that she should have certainly a chance to to find her stride within the show. And I thought it was really interesting, the conversations that she was having about racism and the George Floyd incident and everything that had happened. Um, And it was really interesting that she said that the idea that it took COVID for everyone to be still enough to understand. And I think I hadn't thought about it like that before, but I think that that was probably why the shooting of George Floyd had the impact that it did when previous shootings hadn't, you know, we were all so still and focused. Right. Um, so I thought that was really interesting and, you know, that, that, I think that this is a great platform for her to be part of, to try and kind of highlight those things and change some people's thinking. Absolutely. I thought it was really interesting that Andy kind of brought up whether or not he thought, whether or not she thought that the ladies were being a little bit easier on her because she was a black woman in kind of the social media times that we've all been kind of dealing with at the moment. Um, but I thought like her answer of that was really funny where she was like, well, if they weren't, they should be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it definitely played into their thinking. Of course it did. I think it's playing into everybody's thinking, you know, right. you are more hypervigilant and, trying to be hyper aware of your own unconscious biases and all of that. And I imagine that when you've got a platform like that, that brings with it an even huger sense of responsibility and fear. And you know what, the women, I wonder how much it affected their response to gossip. When I mean, we'll never know though, right? Maybe they wouldn't yeah. have been as welcoming. Maybe they wouldn't have been as forgiving if this hadn't been the climate. And it's really interesting to 
it'd be really interesting to sort of see how that changes and, and whether that changes. Yeah, I, I mean, hopefully it doesn't change. I mean, I, I hope everybody just becomes more respectful of each other um, and maybe rights the wrongs of their past. But I found her chatting about kind of respectful interaction with the police and how she's always been having these chats with her biracial sons and just that it is okay to have these uncomfortable conversations. I really like that about her. And I, I hope we do see some changes on these shows. I also like that she re- she was the only one that reached out to Erica and chatted about her son because I mean, her Erica's son is obviously a her cop. A so, you know, y- y- you have kind of a different point of view there. And, you know, I, th- I thought that was really telling of who she actually is, like who the person is behind kind of the actress model, what have you. Yeah. And I mean, to be clear, there isn't part of me that doesn't like Garcelle. I do yeah. like her. I think I just wonder whether everybody is right for this kind of show. And I don't know if she is, but I'm excited to see her in season two, in her second season. And, yeah. you know, I would love her to kind of be more invested next season. I I think she will be. I also think she'll probably be more outspoken because obviously at the beginning of taping, the George Floyd incident hadn't occurred. The movement, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement hadn't really picked up steam. And I wonder if we'll actually see her use this as more of a platform um, and be more outspoken about shit, which would be really cool. It would be really cool. I wish they were doing the same thing over in Real Housewives of Orange County where they've just hired another cookie-cutter blonde. Oh, man. Mid-40s. I mean, I'm already bored. I'm already I'm bored. bored. <laughs> She's not even, I've not even heard her say a word and I'm bored. I'm so bored. Um, anyway, that's the new ladies. I mean, Sutton, we don't know whether she's going to be back next season, do we? No, we haven't heard anything. And I mean, I know this season she was kind of demoted to a major friend. And it was because she, I think I read somewhere that it was because she wasn't super comfortable with having her family on screen. She didn't want her kids in the show. And so they kind of diminished her role a little bit. So we'll see next season. Um, I'd love for her to come back full force, even without her kids. I mean, she's fine not showing her family. I, I don't really care about that. So <laughs> I'd no, like I don't either, her. but I think it sets a precedent, right? And I think Bravo are like, listen, if you get the diamond or whatever it is, yeah. you have to have all your boundaries open. So I get it, but I'm with you. I hope she's back in the same place. Like if, even if she just does what she did this season I'm yeah. here for it like she's she's brilliant and I have a lot of I have a lot of time for her um her boyfriend too he seems super cool like he just seemed to get along with everybody like whenever they would have kind of the like family days or whatever and he would he would show up at the barbecues and things of that nature he seemed fucking cool too so it'd be nice to see kind of more of more of their night dynamic and you know we don't always have to yeah. see everybody's kids no, no, you're right. We don't. In fact, uh, you know, sometimes I'm just done with seeing kids all yeah. the time. While we've got you here, we'd love to talk to you about our brand new Patreon account. Woohoo! It's all the extra content that is not only about reality TV, but all the other TV that we happen to be watching. And if that wasn't cool enough, we also give away a little bit more about ourselves. So there's lots of personal stuff on there too, if you want to get to know us better. So head on over to patreon.com, search for TV My Husband Hates, and all this extra content can be yours for less than a cup of coffee. Or a glass of wine. Whatever you choose. We're going to come on to We're going to leave the Denise mess for the end. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
So even though it sort of starts to crop up in the reunion at about this point, we figured that it would just be best to kind of um, leave it till the very, very end. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we'll we'll move on a little bit and just touch on uh, Ke- Kyle and Teddy because this, I'd fo- I'd almost forgotten that this was like a big hoo ha to be honest. But there was this initial big hoo ha about Kyle and Teddy and their relationship, and for some reason. This became a big thing. I think it became a big thing because Kyle kind of made it, like Kyle kind of made it a big thing by not just being like, yeah, you know what? She's a better friend. Like we're closer. That's all she ever had to say. But instead she got drunk and started attacking people. Yeah. (laughs) And being really defensive about it. She did. And she says that it was, you know, I was away for six months. I was tired. I was a lot. I was a lot. And I felt attacked. And so I got defensive. Yeah. And she owns that and like maybe recognizes now that she could have handled it better. And and in the reunion says point blank. Yeah. Of course, you know, Teddy, I am closer to Teddy. She's been a better friend to me. Yeah. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that, though, no. right? No, you don't have to be best friends with everybody. You don't have to be really close friends with everybody. I mean, we're all grownups. Just do you 100%. guys. It's fine. Just, I mean, but why? Of all people, Kyle, like I have Teddy. No, yeah. I have no idea. I don't know what it is. I don't dog. know what it is about Teddy that I don't necessarily like. I just feel like she's so vanilla. Like there's just not anything. I, I mean, and there's, it, on paper, she should be super interesting. Like she's kicking ass at this business. She's raising small kids. She had another baby on the show. Like she comes from, you know, a really famous dad. Like her life should be like, it should be more interesting to watch her. I just don't warm to her and I don't know what it is. I think I know what it, well, I think from my point okay. of view, I feel like she's so, so very, very insecure, which I don't hold against anybody. Right. But I think it means that she doesn't really know who she is. And because of that, there's never any real, um, force behind her as a human you know like she's sort of this way with one person she's this way with another person and she never really stands up and stands for something and I think that is just not interesting to watch like we want to see real fully formed personalities coming up against each other and I think with her she's just never really known exactly who she is yeah um and I think that's what it is for me, but also, have you heard about all the scandals surrounding her company? No. <gasps> I didn't read about that. Spilled the tea. What is well, going on? I have got some news for you. Excellent. So, essentially, her all in with Teddy is under deep, deep scrutiny because apparently it's incredibly uh dangerous i think they keep them to 500 calories a day they have to weigh themselves they have to weigh themselves every single day and send it in and if you like it just doesn't feel uh, there's a lot you can read about it you can google it but essentially um the practices and there's no no mds on board at all right like she only employs people who have been through the program which okay, has its enough. benefits yeah, of course. yeah yeah but i think if you are doing a, a diet plan that is so extreme right the argument is that you should perhaps have some mds on board or some oh yeah sort of qualified people to kind I mean, of guide five- you through that safely 
500 calories a day is nothing. Like that's not healthy for anybody. Though I don't necessarily have an issue with the weighing every day if it's a more just accountability thing. Like if that helps some people, fine. Um, because I think really, I feel like that's more what her program is accountability, but 500 calories a day is fucking dangerous. And that's like passing out. Yeah. I mean, it is dangerous. I mean, I have a problem with the weighing every day just because I yeah. feel like it focuses. It's just, a ba- it feels like think, an unhealthy habit. I mean, I think it depends on where you're coming from too. I mean, you know, if, if you need to lose a lot of weight to live, then maybe that's something that you need. I mean, I don't know. I think some people. I, don't know. I mean, whatever. I think if you're going to weigh yourself, us. like once yeah. a week, once a week is enough. That's, just, yeah, that's you know. a Weight Watchers thing, right? But anyway, the point yeah. is, she's under fire. She's lost her job with Bravo. It's oh, not is that a why she's time. not coming back? She got fired. Like she got fired because of her t- company. I don't know how closely the two are connected, but they yeah. certainly all emerged around the, the same, same time. time. Interesting. Uh, so if it if they were wavering, it probably didn't yeah. help. Um, but your guess is as good Ooh. as mine on that. I mean, in other news. I have to say whether I like her for the show or not, I do feel my heart goes out to her with the news about her kids, which comes up in the reunion as well. Yeah, yeah. What One lost a finger. Which one lost a finger and her oh. other baby was born with, um, her newest baby was born with a syndrome, which I did write down and it's fixable and I have Googled it and she's yeah. had the surgery and it it's brain surgery and she's had it and she's fine. Right. Um. So... All good Damn. news there, but it's been a rough few months for Teddy. Absolutely, to say the least. I mean, could you imagine doing all that also with COVID, like having a baby, having your business be in major trouble, losing kind of another source of income? Like that's hard. That's hard shit, man. I mean, it's a bit like fucking Boris Johnson <laughs> had a baby, oh, got did really he? sick. Yeah, his business is in a lot of trouble. Right. I mean. <laughs> Oh yeah, Trump's uh, tax records just came out today here, and oh, surprise, surprise, he doesn't pay that. any fucking taxes at all. So interesting. Oh, I mean, uh, knock me down with a feather. Yeah, I would never have nobody guessed. would have guessed. Anyways, back to um, the uh, Real Housewives. Yeah, back to the back to the the case in hand. So Lisa Rinna and Amelia comes up again uh, with their shit, and I have to say. Love her or hate her, Lisa Rinna owns her shit. She does. I mean, she's very upfront about the dancing on Instagram. She's like, shut, you know, call the newspapers. I love fucking attention. Like, how did none of you people know this? <laughs> I know. I have a lot of respect for that. And I think that the, the girls warm to her because they sort of can see there's almost part of them that knows they're kind of the same. And I think that because of that, yeah. they can recognize that what she's doing is actually just really honest. And of course, they're all here for that. Why are they not? You know, they're all here to make money, get known, right. be known um, and grow a profile. And I I think this doesn't just make Lisa a great housewife. I think it's part of what makes her a great mom as well. Absolutely. Just a great human being, right? Like she's yeah. not afraid of the truth. She speaks to what she thinks. She owns it when she's wrong. Like, this is what I'm here for. This is what I want to see. I want I want to see people who love attention getting a little bit real. And I like yeah. that. And being vulnerable. Lisa's yeah. not afraid to be vulnerable. Like, when we saw her talk with Denise in the hotel in Rome, I really felt like 
like Lisa was being vulnerable. I thought she was being manipulated, but she oh, was yeah. open to being she was open to being really vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. And and she and she kind of had to work through that process and she did it openly in front of everybody and I really appreciated that. Um you know, I I think that she's handled the the things around her and Amelia and Garcelle's conversation, I think you know, Garcelle said a couple of things to Lisa this season that yeah. were super mom shamey well mom shamey but also felt shady like when she was talking about how every time erica brought up her role as roxy lisa was just trying to make it all about her and you know on the show garcelle apologized for that at the time but then kind of doubled down on it in the reunion and was like well i just thought that was the case and erica was like the same it couldn't be further from the truth totally and then (laughs) did the same thing with her comment about Amelia and again wouldn't own that even if it came from a place of love it was terrible timing oh Um, it's just shitty like that's really shitty try to blame people for their their kids eating disorders or their kids other stuff that they're going through it's just not fucking on uh no it's not okay and I think those are the things that make me go oh didn't he oh Garcelle just fucking own it and then like then you've got me um but yeah, I, I think Lisa is a queen and continues to be batshit crazy, but in my favorite kind of way. Yeah, 100%. I love her. I hope she never leaves the show. I I love everything about her. Yeah, I think she's me brilliant. too. Um, and then shall we move? I mean, should we move on? Are we ready? Yeah, I mean, I feel like this thing between Brandy and Anise has gone on for so long. I just don't give a shit anymore. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I may be speaking And that's where we end the podcast. Maybe that's the end, that's the end of the mini said No. Um, I think what really bothers me about the whole thing is I feel like nobody ever really spoke out to the crux of the issue. Like, none of the ladies gave a fuck that Denise was or was not having sex with Brandy. It was all about Denise talking shit about them. And I'm still bothered that that was never really addressed or brought up. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I I feel like it was maybe mentioned once briefly, but you're right. I still feel like even in the reunion, you can normally rely on Andy to kind of reposition it and put the emphasis in the right place. And he, he didn't do that. And I don't know what Denise thought she was going to get out of this reunion, but the way that she handled it from beginning to end just did nothing to appease me or like allay my concerns over the whole situation or her. And yet she has such a loyal army out there oh yeah supporting her way more than brandy i mean on every social media outlet out there are billions of people clamoring that they are team denise and i don't fucking get it because i don't know if we watched the same season or not but i'm purely team brandy because denise cannot keep her shit together like she says one thing in confessionals. She gets called out for it. She then lies about it. And it's like, but we've all just watched you say this. Like, I, I can't keep having this argument with this crazy person. Like, <laughs> you are I saying know, it's, this it's shit. Crazy. People are asking you about it. And you are still lying about it. And 
I don't understand why anybody would think you could be honest about anything, if that makes sense. It makes a hundred percent sense. And I think at the end of the day, when you don't, when, when it's, you know, people watching and we don't actually know Brandy or Denise, you can only go on what you see. And all I see is Brandy's story staying the same from beginning to end. Nothing changes. And any receipts that she has back up her story, like the streams of texts. Yeah. Right. But Denise it's like she's a fucking squirrel in the middle of the road. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know when you're driving towards, and then he doesn't know where to go, and he's like left, right, up, down, and then he ends up getting squished. It's, right. He just, she doesn't know what to say, where to turn. She's lost in these web of lies. And even when we posted, I posted um, a screenshot of her from the reunion on our Instagram feed, it was like a hot minute before they're all there going, Team Denise, leave her fucking alone. I was like... <laughs> Am I into the Twilight Zone? Well, this is what I mean. I was like, have we all watched the same season? Like, I just genuinely don't understand how you can watch somebody blatantly fucking lie. Like, just for instance, the shit she said about Teddy. And in her confessional, she was like, Brandy didn't even say the worst shit I said about her. And then when she's called out (laughs) on it, she was like, I never said that. It's like, dude, we literally just watched it? Like, that was you? Like... But she just watched it. Like, she right. just watched it as well. It's so baffling. <laughs> and she should be better at this. Like, the wife of Charlie Sheen and the ability to deny until you die should run very fucking strong with Denise Richards. She yeah, should be should better be at this. should be a superpower. She should be. And she's not. And she looked a mess. Like, I'm oh. not here to, like, criticize. Yeah. But everybody was, apparently, it was like, you saw how red all her eyes were. Right. She blamed it publicly on, I think, some kind of um, makeup powder or something. Yeah. That was the reason why. But we see her wearing makeup in the, every other episode of the show, yeah. and that never seems to happen. So, I have no doubt she's going through a rough time. I yep. have no doubt that her and Aaron are going through a rough time. I still am very uncomfortable with the dynamic between her and Erin and the way that she kind of tried to explain away the hand crushing thing did not sit comfortably with me or with anybody else. No, I will say it's the one time that I loved Teddy is was her standing up to Erin actually because she was yeah. not afraid of him and she did make, finally make a fucking stand in the past three years and that was good to see. And also... I mean, not to dip back into Teddy too much, but it's kind of nice having a sober housewife to like be able to put all this shit together. And if I was Teddy, I'd be going insane. Like with all the, I don't know. With all of Denise's lying. I agree. And and there is a question. There was a question, of course, as to whether Aaron should have been there to defend her. And she said, well, none of the other husbands were there, so he's not going to come either. Um, the fact is, he never would have turned up. We saw no. PK turn up on a reunion to address his kind of shit within a season once. And that went really, really well for him. And well, I, yeah, because that was with Erica, wasn't it? And Erica was like, yeah. actually, when he showed up, we were able to kind of understand where each other were coming from and form a relationship from it. So sometimes yeah. it is better just to fucking... Put your face out here and let us talk through the issues. Like, that's all I, any of these things actually needed. Like, if Denise had just yeah. owned it and been like, you know what, Brandy and I are friends. I did talk a lot of shit about you guys because I was feeling really fucking attacked or whatever it was. That would be the entire end of all this shit. And it just, yeah, I don't know. 
Well, it just it just makes you question everything else and it made the girls question everything else and it just meant that this was completely this was a thread running through and 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 until it got to a point where until Denise literally went, "Yes, I slept with her and yes, I said those shitty things about you." Yeah. She she, she just couldn't there was nothing she could do that was going to work and um and in the meantime she just got herself into so many fucking sticky situations and corners that she couldn't get herself out of and it was just i mean because teddy is actually one that brought up like the disparity between the confessionals and then like what they would say face to face and denise just like breaks down and calls people being vicious it's like they're not being vicious they're just trying to understand like (laughs) you're a liar liar, pants on fire she and it was just complete deflection and if it wasn't deflection it just didn't make sense like that was her yeah that was her tactic and then she decided that she was going to leave because she had work to do and she can't i mean the whole thing was just such a car crash um i mean i feel silly asking the question but i'm assuming denise isn't back next season i mean i know we've had no yeah she's come out and said like she's done so she's not coming back right. next season. That has been put out there. Um, I watched the Watch What Happens Live with Brandy after um, the second episode of the reunion. And, you know, I mean, she's just she was just doubling down. She's like, look, I'm the same off camera as on camera. I may be an asshole, but I'm fucking truthful. Like, I do not lie about shit. And she's just like, also, I never sl- said I slept with anybody else from the cast because that was something that, Denise threw up there to try to deflect away from herself and you know ultimately she just wants to have a real talk with her and like sort it out I don't know well and Denise and Brandy's right she is the same and yes she is kind of an asshole but she's consistently an asshole and we know what she's we know what we're going to get with her and she does own it so I feel like I'd love for them to sit down and talk it out. But apart from anything else, I feel like Denise is a donkey on the edge. And as much yeah. as I haven't loved her behavior throughout the season, I don't want to see any woman broken by this. So I feel like if she could just... And I wonder, part of me, there's this niggling voice. It's like, actually, Aaron has a lot to do with this. Yeah, this kind of- I think you're right. I think if Aaron was not in the picture, I think Denise would probably be a little bit more honest and open. Um, I feel like that was the Denise that we saw before they got married. Cause they got married on the show. Yeah. So we saw them yeah. pre the show. And that was when Denise was really fucking cool. And you know, she yeah. was open and like her normal self. I feel like when they got married, everything kind of changed a little bit and she's very fucking weird. And you know, I don't know if something's going on behind the scenes or not. I feel like the hand crushing comment fucking leads me to believe that there is shit going on in their marriage that's not good and um that sucks for denise like you know she was very publicly that's, married to a really terrible dude for a long time and i don't wish that i on know anybody. and it would no and it would suck if it had happened again and but i think that's my gut feeling that that kind of yeah. seems to be this niggling voice for me that there's something really wrong behind the scenes there and i i think i just hope that she well, I hope that I'm wrong, but I also hope that it, that she's okay because it's just such erratic behavior and erratic behavior doesn't come from nowhere. No, no. There's always like a root cause, right? Yeah. Um. So is that us done? I mean, that's it. Like the end of the reunion, Denise runs off and then comes back and, you know, she's just crazy. There's some chat about the Heather Locklear scenario. Oh, um, yeah which I did Google. I'm sure everybody else did as well. And 
I didn't think it was that big of a deal until I started really thinking about like the friendship angle of it. So for those of you who maybe didn't Google it, Denise Richards was friends with Heather Locklear while Heather was still with Richie Sambora. Heather and Richie split up and then Richie got with Denise, which on its face value is, is kind of maybe a shitty thing to do to your friend. But what really bothered me about that whole story was when Denise was like, oh, we weren't really that close of friends. But if you look like they on, there's a show called spin city that Charlie Sheen was on that Denise was on that Heather was on and they all filmed together all the time. Like I think they were really close And so I feel like this is where Denise kind of plays this game where she gets called out doing something and her kind of default is like, oh, we're not really that good of friends. I mean, here's the thing. Is is there some, I mean, I don't know if, if, if if a good friend of yours breaks, there was also some questions, sorry, I'm blabbering. There was also some, some question about how, right closely their relationships had potentially overlapped so that's a whole other dimension but you're right it is weird that she keeps denying these friendships as if that makes it okay it okay that's what's weird it's like okay but you still spoke shit about even if you didn't know her that well you still spoke shit about your mates, so that doesn't make it okay. It no, just, I don't you're still know. an the asshole woman, you're still an asshole and you're not owning it no I can get on board with an asshole who says they're an asshole but if you know you can't play the victim and be an no. asshole, you just can't. No, you can't. It doesn't work. It's not a good look. No, and we're not here for it. Anyway, that's us for no. uh, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. Um, we haven't had any uh, idea as to who's going to be back for sure next year. We know that. No, I mean I think Lisa Denise will be isn't. back for sure. Kyle will be back for sure. I hope. I think Sutton Dorit is. will be back. Yeah, I think Dorit will be too. Garcelle um, is. Like, I feel like I read she's 100% for sure next season. So it'll be interesting to see who replaces Denise and who replaces Teddy. Yeah, we will. Well, I'm sure that we'll find out. And obviously when we do, it will be straight onto our Instagram page. So make sure that you are following us there. Um, in the meantime, if you have enjoyed our minisode, we would be so grateful if you could rate and review us. Um, That's right. It's what makes all the difference. So go ahead and do it, please. Yes. Make it rain reviews. We'd love to see that. I love that. Make it rain (laughs) reviews. Go do that. Um, All right, guys, listen, um, we're actually now just about to go and record the Real Housewives of New York reunion minisode. That's Uh, right. So we'll be uh, taking a quick break and getting straight onto that. But in the meantime, we hope that you've enjoyed this. And remember, smart people watch reality TV too. Bye-bye. Bye. Please subscribe, rate, and review TV My Husband Hates wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TV My Husband Hates and join the Facebook group to keep the conversation going when the podcast ends. If Twitter's your thing, you'll find us at TV Husbands Hate. Theme music and production for TV My Husband Hates by Jimmy Sims. (laughs) 